Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. So glad you're joining me today for our journey. We're going to start with a series on the story of Paul. His whole life recently encouraged me very much just to see how he had a plan and path all laid out for his life, only to have it be completely turned upside down and backwards by the mighty hand of God. Think about it. If God hadn't taken control of Paul's life, the church could have been destroyed in its infancy, and we may not have had the gospel shared with the Gentiles and spread throughout the world as quickly as it did. Through my study of the Bible and my own life, I've come to realize that what we may see as a roadblock, totally random incident, or not the plan that we have, God is watching over us and has a very real purpose and plan for each item in our life. You might be thinking, well, that's nice for you. I'm glad your life is together. That's not the case at all. I have very real struggles and have had many turns in my life that I would not have chosen for myself. But now that I look back, I see God's plan or have learned to trust the story and wait. Currently, I'm waiting to hear from God on his plan and purpose for this virus. Trust me, I'm not a patient person and this is hard. But reading through the story of Paul, Saul, has helped me to trust God knows exactly what he's doing. He places you right where he wants you and is preparing you for a purpose in the future. Let's start at the beginning of his story. The first mention we see of Saul is in Acts 7.58, just after Stephen has finished presenting a timeline of the Israelite people. The only mention we get of Saul is that the people who stoned Stephen laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. Okay, a couple of things stand out to me here. One, why is Saul the only one named? What makes him important to this place and time? Two, apparently it's important that we know he's young, but why? Three, it says people who stoned Stephen laid their clothes at his feet. So why is Saul not participating in the stoning? These are thoughts for consideration, but the last question I have is the one I want to focus on today. Who is Saul? If we keep reading, we read about Saul in chapter 8 and how he is persecuting, making havoc in the church. But we still have no idea who he is or where he came from and why he's important to this story. All the questions. Before moving forward, I want to know more about Saul. So let's gather information and meet right back here. Okay, here's what I found. Saul is a Roman citizen and Jewish. Interesting and probably not a common factor in Jerusalem at this time. He's also born and raised in Tarsus, moved to Jerusalem and studied under Gamaliel. You might be thinking, la la la, Grace, you're boring. Why do these things matter? Or, yep, I already know these facts. Okay, but I'm sure you've heard me use two names in this podcast and may wonder if they're the same guy. Yes, but why two names? Well, Saul was the name he was most likely given at birth and used in Jewish circles, while Paul was his Roman name the name he used in his hometown when dealing with the Romans and, of course, later on in his ministry to the Gentiles. This and a few other items I didn't know that impacted Paul's life are also wrapped up in his hometown. I was always under the impression that Paul's father was Roman so that he could be born free, a fact that we find in Acts 22, and his mother must have been Jewish. But that's not the case from what I found. What do I mean? Let's look at the town he was born in and its history. Tarsus has a very strategic location and very fertile soil. This is due to the fact it is near the western border of the Cilician Plain, where the river Sidness flows in a cold and rapid stream from the snows of the Taurus Mountains to the sea. 
It is the only major pass to the tourist mountains and the best harbor to accessing the surrounding areas in the Middle East. It had been an important hub since King Sennacherib in 607 BC. This made the city an important location for the Roman Empire to control. Around 67 BC, Pompey made Tarsus the capital over the Roman province of Cilicia. There was then a civil war between Roman leaders Julius Caesar and Pompey. The people of Tarsus took part, which allowed them to be seen favorably by Caesar and therefore declared them a free city in 42 BC. This is a really big deal because a free city in the Roman Empire meant that the city was allowed to govern themselves. They could have their own laws, customs, and select their own magistrates. But here's the best and one of two key parts. One, those born in the free city were deemed citizens of the Roman Empire and could exercise the same rights granted to those with a Rome-based citizenship. And two, they were also allowed religious freedom. Okay, that's all we have time for now. So join me in the next episode to find out how this all ties into Paul's life and God's greater plan.